10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Mein Damen and Herren, Mesdames and Messieurs, ladies and gentlemen, good, guten Abend, bonsoir, comment ça va, do you feel good? I know you do. Welcome to Are We Friends, I am your co-host Taylor. I'm your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And this is the show where three boys who have known each other for 10 years go through their interests in multiple languages to see if they are actually still friends anymore, or if it's just inertia. This week, we have two fabulous guests joining us. Hi, guys. It's Emily. Heyo. Um, it's Shannon. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. <laughs> Real fast, so, Taylor. I was hoping it would just be Ao and then silence and be like, figure out who it is. What, why did you ask me what the definition of Guten Abend is? Oh, because I didn't you, know. <laughs> you asked me random words, and then you're like, oh, that works for this segment where I'm collecting greetings from different languages. Well, no, it's you actually the, it's what the, good evening is in That's the German. opening to Cabaret. It's the, it's the opening to Cabaret, yeah. Ah, yeah. Come Which, in by the way, the new, come on in. The best part of that is that is itself a Rosetta Stone. All of those things mean the thing that they mean. Like, it's the same. Do so because that means good afternoon, and that's not what they said in the other languages. They're wrong. It's I think it's like they're all variations on like, hey, good afternoon. Good It should be good evening is what I remember from Cabaret, but I don't. I feel like something happened in the translation. I just remember how tight Alan Cummings' pants were. That was about the only I mean, thing I got out of Cabaret. <laughs> Named Alan Cumming for a reason. Telling me. I don't. I so this week, uh, <laughs> Emily is coming wow. to us. <laughs> Emily is coming uh, to us with an interest of hers, and we've got a bit of a special episode. We'll have a quick unboxing, a fabulous thing to do on an audio medium, and then we'll roll <laughs> right in. Emily, what are we doing today? Um, we are doing something very near and dear to my heart. Uh, this episode is going to be about wine. So, oh, open fuck up your yeah. boxes. Oh, okay. I'm opening, I'm opening oh, the box oh, now. Oh, no. Was I oh, yeah. not supposed to get drunk before? Yeah. yeah. Or, I, I saw you slamming a beer, and I didn't want to, like, like say anything, because I really didn't want to give it away, and just like, I oh. I had no idea what it was. Oh, my I, God. It was, okay. I promise you I did not drink one beer. So, I have, <laughs> I, I am currently, okay, yeah. I, and I'm so running solo, and I have, Oh. Yeah, they're concealed for a reason. Take there. it out of the box. Oh. Yeah, but oh. don't. Okay, but don't, don't open them up. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Emily, oh, you're gonna take out oh. these, these wine bottles and place them behind. I got us you. So wait, I currently good. have. We have three. No. I have three. I assume. I don't yeah. know if they have. Three. Everyone should have three. <laughs> Having trouble opening the box with this. Oh, set. oh my god! Please be so careful. Shannon. I want you to know that Jorge is currently holding the cord to Shannon's headphones up as she, so on I her lap, is cutting with scissors. That's like hilarious. dull scissors trying to get this box open right now. It is truly right. a joy to see. But while we're opening these yeah, boxes, open, uh, Emily, Generally. do you want to describe our setup today? Uh, yeah, so I was thinking that we would do something that I've done on, in, on many occasions, which is uh, blind tasting. So basically, I, I don't see. know. <laughs> I don't know how many people have done a wine tasting in this grouping of people we've assembled. I've never done one. Yeah, right. so this is something that you do a lot when you're taking wine classes or learning about wine. If you're doing any sort of court of master sommelier classes, this is something that they do quite frequently. Um that being said, I do want to preface this episode with, with I have taken many classes and seminars 
through various restaurants I've worked for. I used to be the wine procurer at a liquor store that I worked at. Um, but I am not an expert. I am an enthusiast because to be an <laughs> expert about this, you li- it's one of the hardest things there is to do. We watched a uh, documentary called Psalm um, a little uh, while ago. It's and very popular. Yeah. And, it's a and classic. It, yeah. Uh, there are fewer master sommeliers, uh, sommeliers than there are Nobel laureates in the world right now to give you an idea of like, how difficult it is to become someone who actually knows what they're talking about with wine. So yeah, we're That's just cool. going to drink wine and and jive about what we what we taste and enjoy about it because that's pretty much the expert level that i can my area of expertise that i can provide gotcha now being being somebody with more of i will say a a juvenile palate (laughs) (laughs) am i allowed to to be clowning the whole time absolutely absolutely i was not i also didn't pick anything that you guys would not have encountered before in an attempt Two of the three of them are bottles Rex of Rex Goli- It's all that's just Rex Goli- and, and Andre. And Andre. And yeah, one bottle of Andre. And one yeah. bottle of Andre. And one bottle of Barefoot. I should have thrown in some Andre in here. That was, that was we very have, We would have recognized it immediately. You would have picked up the say. bottle. Yeah. You guys would have picked up the box and been like, there's yeah. Andre in here. There's, I know. There's three <laughs> bottles of Andre. <laughs> yeah. Have we, just shake the box a little bit. I know one of these is Andre. Have we told the story on the the epi- on the podcast yet where yeah. we bought so much Andre for New Year's that we broke the weight measure at the Kroger? I believe we did. I think but we did in one of, of the New Year's episodes. <laughs> yeah. But yes, it's always we worth did. mentioning. Yes. Absolutely. Always worth mentioning that we're, it's we always drink worth. more than machines can handle. <laughs> we have a real problem. Yeah, it's That's how we know we'll win the inevitable war when Skynet goes online. What? We'll drink them under the table. Hey, you we know. also had a very lengthy discussion about whether or not AIs would try to get us drunk or keep us sober. Or so it's it's in one of those episodes. You can go back and it's watch definitely it. listen to it. So Emily, <laughs> do you want to walk us through? Like, what are we supposed to do now? Okay. Uh, well, I figured we would just drink some wine. So uh, let's. See. That's good. <laughs> do we do we do I need an opener? Yeah, you need an opener. Oh, okay. Keep Got your it. keep your foil vamp quick. On. Everyone, vamp. Everyone, vamp for your lives. <laughs> Keep so you guys are gonna, on? we're gonna do this. The the foil. Don't foil. reveal. Foil. Don't reveal what the, the wine is. We have yeah. For a basic setup, we have three bottles of wine in front of us. I tried to use the uh, the top part to figure out if I could get any information. And yeah, I, can't. I see gold top, um, blue top, black top. I got one. Yeah, yeah and they are covered in a fine layer of aluminium or aluminum if you're fucking American foil. Yeah. Dude, so- Brian did a legit. Captain America salute. I really, I fucking, I did. (laughs) There was an instant virtual background of just a waving American flag and a small (laughs) of the bald eagle, majestic flying. A red, white, and blue shooting star just went across (laughs) my screen for no reason. So where where are we starting? So we're going to start with the, your blue top, the shortest bottle in the group. The one that has writing on it, but I don't know what it means. Yeah. So we're going to start with this guy. Um, I'm basically going to take you. Um, I'm going to start a, opening it. In a specific order because basically we're going to go from uh, like the least amount of body and tannin to the most amount of body and tannin. Now, what are uh-huh. tannins? Yeah. So tannins, um, they're derived from the same. Well, this, they're the thing that makes coffee bitter. All right, guys, so we decided to take a quick pause, and now we're coming back to you, because we realized that an audio medium for a wine tasting is only the second best way we could do this. So now we are beginning a uh, a recorded episode, which you will be able to see on our stream on twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. So let's continue. Emily, you were telling we us go. about tannins <laughs> as we're opening our first bottle of wine. 
Yeah, so we have a bunch of bottles covered in foil here, which is a, a really common way that people use to blind taste wine. And the reason you guys want to, <sighs> that people want Ooh. to do that is you don't want to get any preconceived notions about the wine, especially if you're doing this in some sort of testing atmosphere, right? But for us, it's just kind of fun. Absolutely. Some good right. noises going on here. Right. Oh, yeah. Some, like, good. But we're going to get some, like, good glugs, you know? So are we just um, doing, like, a, like a little pour? Uh, I'd say pour, pour to your heart's content. We are definitely not uh, To my heart's content? Oh, yikes. <laughs> we're not no, spitting. We're not spitting. <laughs> Spitters um, are quitters, dude. Spitters are quitters. Yeah, so I'm actually going to test Boring. you guys in order of body and tannin. And so we had the question, what what are tannins, right? So they're basically yes. the chemical in or the the residual, I guess chemical, yeah. They're what causes <laughs> coffee to be bitter and also tea. So if you've oversteeped your Ooh. tea, if you left your tea bag in, in the tea too long, <laughs> then you get those really bitter, um, like back of your tongue dryness type of oh, feelings. Okay. And that is the same thing in wine. So if you have a really big red wine, you're going to get a, uh, you could potentially get a lot of tannin with that. And basically what tannin does is it causes your mouth to feel dry, which some so people really like and some people dislike. Brian, could you smell the tannins on your cork? I, I was getting a lot of, yeah. I, as you can see on the video, I'm just going to town on this bad boy. Um, so yeah, I, for, people, sure. uh, for people who don't have a lot of experience with tannins, but are obsessed with the quality of iced tea at a restaurant, I know we're out there. Um, <laughs> Tannins are what make tea cloudy. So when it's cloudy and it tastes ah. like poo-poo and dirt, that those are tannins. But apparently, tastes those like can also caca. be good tastes. Yeah. So, so basically, are there yeah are there no tannins in white wine? Um. So white wine is not going to have a noticeable amount of tannin, and that that's because tannin comes from uh, the wine's contact with the skin of the grape, and that is also oh. what gives your wine color. So basically your white wine could be from a red grape. It doesn't necessarily have to be from a white grape. It just means it didn't spend time with in contact with its skin. It was immediately juiced and all of the skin was removed so that you don't get any of that color. So you'll see like a lot of sparkling wines or things that don't have any color to them that you think, oh, this is probably white grapes. Well, it could be like a Pinot Noir, which is a red grape. But yeah that's so. actually Ooh. fascinating so i had no idea right. about there the contact go. part of can it can i yeah. can i drink this now no yeah. so first we're gonna <laughs> no <laughs> no this is the fun part i'm about having a lot of trouble focusing <laughs> man what a great thing i can see his hand beginning drink. to yeah, shake as, as we're as talking as, it's like oh you can't drink this I'm like, but i, I want to so what do we do first emily so first thing you can do is you can notice the color so when you hold it up, red, red, red. I, I got win. it. I got it. I'll play along. Yeah. Give me the points. I'll say, the I'll points. say a cranberry. Yeah, a cranberry so red. It's actually kind of. If I want to go dark cranberry. Light, if you hold your wine up to the light, it's sort of sort this doing. like clear oh. ruby color. Yes. Um, and so yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah. we'll notice a difference in some of the other wines we'll see today. And then you can give it a little swish around. So the reason you swish, swirl your wine in your glass is because you're trying to get your the liquid in contact with oxygen. And that helps the wine come out and express it a little bit. So oh, letting what it is, breathe, correct? Letting it yeah. breathe a little bit, yeah. What What is the term I have heard? Um, legs? Legs. And does that have to do with the amount of alcohol in the wine? Oh, like I this podcast does. doesn't have legs? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> it's the viscosity you're looking at. And Stop I think saying the quiet part loud. The alcohol content. Although, okay. as far as oh, I've gone in, in wine tasting, I don't really worry about viscosity so much. Um, yeah, and then you can give it a sniff. 
Smells like so, red wine. Sorry, everybody with headphones. I'm so sorry that I just came up behind you and smelled your hair. So, so I'm getting sorry. actually a little bit of... Rubbing well, I'll let alcohol. you guys say what you sniff, and then I'll let you guys... I, I just did... Go ahead, Horace. A hundred. I'm so sorry. I know. I know. It's the I'm getting. I, it's it's. It smells like red wine. <laughs> I'm getting sorry. wine tones. Yeah, I'm getting notes of wine. Oh, well, I know. I know. That's the thing. It's like I can for sure difference between red and white. Past that, I'm like, oh. Uh, yeah. I am know. I am I allowed to say acetone? Like I get yeah. nail polish remover. Absolutely. So you can, um, if you open now. up a wine, you will not get laughed out of a wine tasting if you say like, I smell a lot of alcohol because that means your wine has a certain alcohol level to it. And depending on that alcohol level, you can get a volatile alcohol content, which means that you do get those aromas coming up out of the wine that are a little more overpowering. Mm. So okay. there, is a, there is a good amount of volatile alcohol in this. It's fun fact. Fun fact. Um, so I worked as a cheesemonger and you describe like cheese scents similarly. And one often used uh, term to describe the smell of a cheese is Band-Aids. Band-Aids. It is neither good nor bad. <laughs> yep, yeah. but uh, Band-Aids. No, the smell My, of Band-Aids. It, I was going to say, it's Band-Aids. The favorite one I've ever heard is someone like opens it up and smells it and goes, like, it smells like an open can of tennis balls. I'm like, cool. Don't want to drink oh. that. Don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. So what we can learn from that is you can sort of uh, play around with what you've smelled before and uh-huh. relate that to what you have in your glass and it's very difficult to be wrong so one of my I, favorite tasting notes for um sauvignon blanc actually is not my favorite wine it's a white wine that's pretty acidic and a tasting note on sauvignon blanc is cat piss oh no <laughs> yeah. that's one of my favorites yeah so if you smell like cat piss on your wine are we are we allowed to drink I, it now? Can yeah, I, let's, can I put this in my mouth hole? Yeah. What did you guys smell? Did anyone smell anything besides alcohol? I Wait, hold I, on. Are we drinking Jorge or talking? Really poisoned. Jorge really joking. poisoned the well with the fucking it. Ta- it smells like wine thing. So. So I'm getting like a little bit of ash and a little bit of leather, as well as like cherry, which is you know pretty typical for this. Okay, kind of I think I can get this. So I'm I'm one of my concerns is in a. I don't have the evidence here to back it up, but I'm pretty sure I had heard that people mm. have done experiments in which during blind taste tests, people were not actually to, able to tell the difference as much as they thought they could. Interestingly so, enough, that is... As, oh, sorry. The, as you're <laughs> saying these smells to me, I am starting to smell them, but I Pick don't know how much is actually in there and how much, I, how, how much mental magic is, is at play. Well, so, I thought it was just that people couldn't tell the difference between cheap wine and expensive wine. Yeah. Yes. I do know that in the the Master Sommelier exam, the last it's a three-part exam, one in service, one in general wine knowledge, and one is six bottles, three white, three red, and from taste and smell alone, you have to identify them. Um so at least we know that there is a class of people who have this ability to be able to tell what a wine is. Yeah. My, do I have my, this ability? Absolutely not. And I am also very <laughs> suggestible. Like you can be like, "Oh, I smell bananas." And I'll be like, I do too, you know? Yeah, f- fresh off the, yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do, cool. Levertica does. <laughs> and really, that's what I was getting at. So please tell me more smells then. I, wa- okay. I, I was asking for the cheat codes because I want to know what I should be smelling <laughs> so I can get it right. Okay, so on this, it, I do know, so based on what I know about this wine from the cursory research I did, it does spend um, some time on oak, not a very long time. And oak imparts a vanilla-like flavor as well as 
smell and you I can get more of the I can actually taste it and uh, yeah. I'm not yeah, just I, tasting it but yeah no I can taste that yeah so it's a, it's a third of the wine on this one so not all of this wine has been aged in oak just a third of it and then it's cold. okay and so if it if it tastes a little bit like what I imagine licking a tree is is that oak um <laughs> It could be, yeah. I mean, oak imparts a lot of flavors. Uh, people blame it for a toast-like flavor, um, as well as, like I said, coconut, vanilla, all these, like, really hearty flavors, earthy okay, flavors. Okay, I can, comes from I can taste the vanilla in there. Yeah, it's got a little bit. It's got a little bit. It shouldn't be overpowering or anything. It's actually pretty drinkable. I'll say. <laughs> what? It's drinkable as shit. I would, you can crush this, for sure. <laughs> I would, no, I would I love surprised. for a wine to be drinkable. That's very good that that's one of the things you can go with. Imagine Chuggable. if someone kept that to last. Like, okay, so you're tasting all of those things. Unfortunately, this wine is not drinkable. I hope yeah, but- you didn't swallow. <laughs> <laughs> I have had these situations where when I was working um, at a place where I was procuring wine, uh, where we would be tasting, like someone would come in trying to sell us uh, wine. What's it? Wholesale? And so yes. that we could sell bottle by bottle. And so I'd be tasting it with my boss, who was the owner of the store. And he was a real jackass. And so one day <laughs> he noticed that I never drank the wine because I'm a fucking professional and I want to keep my job. So I yeah. don't want to be drunk at work. And so one day we go to meet with a, a provider and he was like, Emily, I don't know what happened. I can't find the spit bucket. And I was like, really? <gasps> Really? You want to do this right now, man? And so we're like meeting with this wine procurer and just slamming wine. He's like, all right, go back to work. I'm like, I'm good, man. I don't know if that was actually true. It was probably quite pink in the face. But stand up and you hear like like the the chair wobble wobble. behind you. I'm good to go. Let's do this. Work day nine to five. Am I right, Dolly Parton? I love the stand up that tells you that you're drunk. Yeah. Yeah, that was a it, in high school for me to tell if I was drunk, it was a cigarette. Um, if I smoked a cigarette, it would just let you know immediately like, oh, you're, oh. you're not as drunk as you thought you were. Or like, hit the goddamn brakes. Hit them right yeah, now. Yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> very true. A very accurate like measure. I do like so. this one. I do want to move to the next one. Let's do but it. I'm worried because oh. now that I'm now that I mentioned that I don't have a spit bucket, <laughs> I only have one cup as well. So. I have three. I have. Uh, I have two shot glasses and two small cups. So. Just spit tiny spits into this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on ca- oh, by the way, on camera now, because this is a video. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Back in a flash, down the hatch. <laughs> no. right. Here we go. You can't see. I, like, I have this nice light behind me, and you can see it. I would, there you go. We would definitely start. We could, we could do a, uh, a whole wine reviewing for drunks podcast or stream where most of the answer is just 10 out of 10 wood crush. Yeah. Yes. I would. I was yes. gonna say. I, I give that one a red out of red. Yeah. I think that one was. I think it was good. I'm definitely. Okay. I definitely have a thing of water because that was very. I noticed at least some tannins in that one. Yeah, my, you can my get tongue, like, a little bit of the velvety <laughs> oh, tongue. My, my tongue was I'm fighting the roof of my mouth to try and like get some moisture Unstick back. It was like, itself. get the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm 100% going to overuse tannins. Now. Yeah, so that is a little <laughs> bit of the acidity too. Now, this doesn't have like too much alcohol in it. It also doesn't have too much tannin. It's just okay. also not a very elegant wine. So this is Ooh. actually, ah. I'll, uh, I'll just like shoot it out. This is a Pinot Noir from South of France. And oh. yeah, so these are known for being really light-bodied wines. You can they pair well with food, um, but they also you can drink them alone because Two they're questions. not so big. Uh, answer to your what? first question: They do not use wines like this as Gatorade for French sports teams. Zero, <laughs> zero percent <laughs> what I was going to ask. For shame. One, the plural of tannin. 
Tannins. Is it tannin or tannins? Tannins. Okay. So when you, you say a wine has a lot of tannins. I guess I would say tannin. Because yeah. I heard you say tannin. Is why I'm no, you uh, can <laughs> always default to it is a tannic wine and mm-hmm. adjectivalize it. Yeah. I want to know, though. I'm a I'm a seeker of Can knowledge, Taylor. I want to know. Uh, and Thank I also you. I'm still confused about what like one tannin is really, but we don't we don't need to. I don't really to know either. That. So let's just. It's a it's let's a tiny little gremlin moving. that lives in the wine, and it may, I don't know. It's, it's like some... a midi chlorian, you know. It's Shut, oh oh! <laughs> but we check, know what please. those are. I am out of here for I'm doing that. Sure I'm pretty sure it's a chemical, but I haven't it's gotten that far in chemistry. I can't so. wait till I get pulled over and the officer says, "Have you been drinking tonight?" And I go, "Well, you know, I won't. I'm not going to lie to you. I've done this before. No, yes, I have been drinking. Have you been drinking much? There are several tannins in my blood. Not quite Anakin, but certainly." <laughs> Your average Jedi's so, worth. And then goes, I'm surprised. That's the most babbling thing I've ever heard. Get out of the car. You're going to jail. <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm surprised absolutely. you guys didn't push back on that question. I was expecting Taylor to start yelling, like, can you count the ocean? Like, but uh, <laughs> my yeah, other question. You can't count tannins, right? Unless you have a microscope. So I guess by the rules of English, it should be tannin. My, oh, it's, <laughs> my other question. Many tannin. This is a general question. Many much tannin. Mm-hmm. South of France. Yeah. The south of France, right? So like southern France. Southern yeah. France. Yeah. Because I think you said south of France, and I'm now I'm confused about whether people are ever it, meaning like oh, it's just south France. of France. No, no. If they <laughs> didn't mean inside of France, they would say that thing which is to the south of France. Yes. And that's I'm how thinking, I would say it. But now to the water? south of France yeah. means, sounds like. The Mediterranean. Yes, but <laughs> she didn't say to the south of France. She said the, the south, south of France. The south of France. So, I had heard south of France. Yeah, I, I understand your the confusion because if you say it's south of France, you would go, okay, it is south of France. But the south of France is a place yes. inside of France. So do we want to move on to the next bottle? Sure, why not? Sure, hold on one second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> chugaroonie, guys. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh, c- please. We're hitting the teeth we, with a baking like, soda tonight for sure. Chugga, yeah. chugga, chugga, chugga. We like to drink with Emily because Emily is our mate. Okay, oh, she oh, got it. It's done. <laughs> Did anyone do any... Did anyone do any aeration? Yeah, I did the slurpy thing. Though. Yeah. What's <laughs> up? Oh, I forgot to do that. I feel like I found different, that. different flavors when I drank a lot of it quickly. Yeah. What is oh, that? Yeah? That vomit? Is that my future puke? Is it joie de vie finally refilling my body? <laughs> so you guys will be <laughs> happy to know that I left the screw top for last. So we're oh, going to do our second corked before we're too corked ourselves. I really Good appreciate idea. that. Actually, I was. I, I like your uh, I like your little. It wasn't a pun. Whatever, whatever that little joke was. Yeah, I liked yeah, it too. Crazy. Yeah, like trying to keep it fresh. Let's get corked. Yeah. So I did a <laughs> I did a thing because this is not foil around the wine. It's plastic. So I just popped the foil right off instead of trying to cut it because that tends to help. Yeah, I got this. I, I just I finagled this it. This is also through. not a wine. Just looks like I'm technique. playing with myself on camera. I really gotta. I should. I did used to serve fine wines in a restaurant, and. Um, I just, you know, fuck the pretension, you know, I'm not into it. (laughs) That was always like the gatekeeping thing about wine. Cause I grew up drinking wine with my parents, but my parents only drink Merlot's and Cab Sauv. Like they like dry, dry wines. They like them red and they don't care for anything else. Like they have everything when people come over, but like growing up, they never did something like anything more than this is good. I like this one. What was it? Let's buy this one again. Like they never, they never tried to go through the, the litany of, uh, this is a tannic wine. This is a uh, smooth wine. This is a, you know, when they, you know, people list out the wine. So when I started hanging out with people, 
who did know stuff about wines, I was split 50-50 between like, man, I'm really impressed by you. And you are full of shit. <laughs> like You're absolutely full of shit. There's no way you're getting tennis balls out of this goddamn wine. Well, that's the thing too, right? Like it is a sort of a snooty thing where you know a lot about wine, but don't want to be an asshole. Or you're in a group of people who just sound like total dicks. And you're like, I don't want to be like you. You suck. I just want to get drunk. And so I actually had a little bit of career problems when I was working at a really nice restaurant with a bunch of people who were like that because they were exposed to a lot of good stuff and I was still pretty young. And they were really shitty to me when they realized that I actually... Well, yeah, because I was younger than them and less experienced. I hadn't tasted as much as them. But then when it got down to it, I was talented so it was the sort of thing where it was like oh i didn't present it the way they wanted it to be presented i wasn't as fancy as people wanted me to be because i was just like yeah i just want to like jam with people about wine i don't really want to you know use all these snooty stupid words and god bless you for it yeah cheers clink chin, there, chin. We go. there we go okay. one of the only places i imagine probably i guess people fucking love wine hopefully one of the only places <laughs> where you can get some of this information in a non-snooty way Hopefully. But we'll see I how the like episode I feel like there's probably progresses. a whole niche now for... Yeah. Like relaxed. I said, we're not doing anything that's, like, going to be super highbrow here. Yeah. Especially because my budget constraints. But... I was going <laughs> to... Yeah, we did buy everybody three bottles of wine. Yeah. Yeah, like... We didn't break the bank here. So if you look at your color, do you guys notice... Red. Notice a difference, though? It's lighter. It looks pinker. Like, more like like raspberry jam. That's I think true. Mine's... I think it is. I, it seems thicker from what I can tell. Yeah. Mine should be the yeah. lighter. It's thicker. more, I... more opaque. Yes. It's definitely not as clear. That's true. You can't see yeah, the light okay. through it, whereas you the last one you yes. could. I guess I meant, like, where the light touches the edge of it, it looks like it's lighter. Um, when you, when, like, the inside of it is still, like, wine dark sea, and yeah, the outside but, like, the of color... it is, like, lighter. Yeah. The color see, is more. the thing you can do is you can take your hand... And see, for the last okay. one, you could see your hand through the wine. Can't, yeah, not and at this all. This one, not, no, not even a little. Also, Trust I will, me. I just want to preface this. I am also colorblind. Whoa. So <laughs> any, if and when my guesses are wrong and I feel like a fucking idiot, please know that I have an issue with purples, blues, and reds. So. <laughs> I did not know that <laughs> no, about you. Colorblind. Yeah, dude, uh, Ryan, my friend, uh, my friend Ryan and I, we both went, he had a, a shirt from our college and literally both of us are red. We have the same colorblind issue. And for literally, the since he had purchased it until like, it was a couple years ago at this point, but like for years, we were like, wow, I love that. I love that shirt of yours. It's a great, it's a really good dark blue shirt. <laughs> and we, we talked about it one time in front of people and they're like, that shirt is purple. And we just stopped and we went, <laughs> what? Same <laughs> we were both, yeah, we were both colorblind. The blind the leading way. the blind. Oh my God. It's All fucking right. ridiculous. Oh, we can go to town on this? Well, hold on. I want to smell it. Oh. It does smell different. Like, you're going to get I watched Yes, drink it, it does. I, I noticed the difference. I'm not going to be able to articulate it, but it's definitely there. Okay, so we got this color. This one's lighter. We're going to aerate it. It's yeah, like, this one doesn't uh, smell as much it. like chemicals. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, smell it doesn't like booze smell as much. Ooh. As boozy, for sure. So those chemicals getting... are booze? Well, I mean, it's alcohol. So. It's all booze, dude. So I don't know. It's just the last one's. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Smelled a lot more like actual ethanol, whereas like yeah. the liquors I like that are very harsh or don't smell like that. You know, they have different smells to them. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess does I anyone thought... get a different different sniff on this one than they got on the last one? It's less. <laughs> less. <laughs> no, it's it less. Smells like less. 
Uh, it smells not as red. Have you no. guys ever had Listerine that doesn't have a flavor in it? Like when it's just no. the alcohol no. part? Um, you can get them super cheap and they're like, you I'm know, not Mon, a maniac, brand, you know, like home country mouthwash or whatever. I was poor. Um, but it smells like <laughs> that, like that same sort of like, it's not an unpleasant smell. Like you still like rinse it out in your mouth, but it, it's not like acetone where it's alcohol, like piercing all of your sinus cavity. It's much more like, oh, this is alcohol in the same way that like smelling vodka is alcohol. Like what Jorge was talking about. That's what I'm getting. I'm pretending. <laughs> I get, so uh, I get, I'm getting a darker fruit on this one so last one we had like cherry we had a little bit of ash maybe some minerality some acid for sure uh this one you definitely don't get hmm. oh you might get a jam like a jammy or blackberry you know yeah. like you're getting okay. like a darker I, yeah, that, I a actually darker did character. smell a berry caramel but yeah i could Is not tell you could get delicious. caramel so that's a really good one to get because that hints at that's another thing that hints at oak um, although I, I can do... smell its body. No, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell its body. Ooh, it smells delicious. like legs. No, wait a minute. It smells like, <laughs> I know I <laughs> So the one thing that's really interesting is if you get a lot of burnt sugar or caramel on a wine, um, that can be a hint, especially if you're being served it at a restaurant that the wine is not fresh. So oh. it means it was not opened that night. It could have been, you know, the leftover they had from the night before and they didn't store it properly, and that's the sign of an oxidized wine, and that's when you get mm. burnt sugar, caramel notes. There's another indicator of it, but that's always what I get is a really rich caramel flavor. If you get just a subtle caramel note, it can be really pleasant, um, and that's normally just another indicator of oak, which this was aged in oak again. Do you so. ever send the wine back? I have never sent the wine back. Um, really? No. I'm. But then again, it's like I'm really careful, and also I'm normally o- ordering from their bottle list. So I oh, mean, you're like, not they're, they're about... by the glass list, you know, so I'm gotcha. not too worried about it. As someone who did serve a house Zinfandel, a house Chardonnay, and a house red, just red, at a cheap bar, just I can red. assure you <laughs> that we did not store that wine properly. It was just in a cooler not. with, like, tinfoil on top, and people would order several glasses. Yeah. It was, well, I mean, when <laughs> you're ordering fast just red. Yeah, I know. That's like, no, fair. I mean, that's I got in trouble once because we had a table for tasting wine before we brought it to the customer. So they would, you know, request a wine and our job, because it was coming from smaller procurers, it was coming from smaller vintners uh, from Italy because we were doing only Italian wine and it was a lot of times organic. That meant that because it was a smaller operation, sometimes the wine could be tainted. And so our policy and the policy of many fine restaurants and whatever is to open the wine and then taste it yourself and then bring mm-hmm. it to the table for them to taste. Because for you, you're <laughs> testing for quality and for how it's supposed to taste. And for them, they're tasting to see what they if it's what they want, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So I got in trouble, actually, with a bunch of German tourists who didn't understand what I was doing. And they thought I was um, stealing oh, spitting into drinking. them. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. So I, I have, had to, like, get my manager yeah. and be like, can you please tell them I'm not, like, trying to drink <laughs> it's your wine? It's okay. Yeah. Like- <laughs> the the only story I have similar to that is I was teaching someone how to slingshot, and uh, I always had a little cocktail straw, and I would stick the cocktail straw and, like, tap my finger on the top to taste whatever I serve just to make sure that it's right, especially for, like, drinks that have fucking eight ingredients or whatever. Yeah. Like, is this a close enough to be a goddamn blue motorcycle in a hurricane glass? And I was teaching somebody else, and they took the straw tasted the first one took that same straw and stuck it in the next drink and i just looked at them like 
you're kidding, right? That's not. It's like, yeah, oh like, no, is it not right? Like, you're not right. You're you're, you're not, not right. <laughs> you have a malfunction. Yeah. Why? Like, why? Like, are you okay? I'm not. Gonna, we got more to explain. How here. do I put this clearer? Yeah. Like, I do can I, so we can drink it now. Yeah, I'm gonna drink this now. I'm drinking Jesus it now. Jesus. Oh. Slug the whole glass back. Oh, then you aerate it afterwards. <laughs> he just <laughs> rattles off every flavor that's yeah, in it yeah. immediately. <laughs> if he was. If his style was just Ooh. chugging the whole glass and then being able to list out every single ingredient. I like yeah. this one better. The yeah. the ability is only it's only there if he drinks the entire glass in one go. That's the only way he can put all of the flavors together. You imagine like some juice, some guy like walking through just schnockered as hell, like, Oh my god, he's here. He's this here. I can't believe it. Like, who wait, what? Watch him. Just watch him. And he like falling over opens a bottle with one finger, like gets the cork out, drinks half of it, slams it on the table, and then just whips them all out. Ah, like, right like in her <laughs> this one's very very jammy. Yeah, it is jammy. That's for sure. I'm getting um like the similar sugar, but now it's like more of a mapley flavor, like the what they call maple syrup, but it's really sugar sauce. Mm. This one's mm. doing different things to me. Yeah, I'm seeing like Dude, a I lot feel like of, I'm like, getting fucking. Dog with- <laughs> it's probably the other one that was also. <laughs> I'm seeing like a lot of dog with peanut butter mouth going on, and mm-hmm. that makes sense because this is a much more tannic wine than the one. We yeah, had you, oh. there's a, there's I didn't a get it from off. the first I couple s- sips. But. See, yeah, yeah, I had assumed the last one was more tannic, so I'm like, I must just be getting drunk or drinking too much wine because I'm yeah. like, this one's no. the one that's hitting me. Is- so you heard it wine. here, folks, everybody. You heard it here first, folks. Um, yeah, here it's beginning. You heard it here, folks. Uh, God damn. You heard wow. it here first, folks. If you're getting drunk and you want to hide it, you can just say, um, oh, it's a very tannic wine. It's a very tannic wine. I'm definitely not slurring my words. It's just I have a dry mouth. You understand, yeah, right? So of when course, you vomit if you don't. Your, <laughs> when you vomit your guts out in front of the whole Christmas party, you can just be like, sorry, very tannic wine. Extreme, so tannic. Extremely tannic. I'd probably stay away from like, that one. The, the you gentle can... tap on your chest, like the tannins, the tannins. The tannins. <laughs> the other thing I, I'm getting I from have, this. Go ahead, Shannon. I have legitimately been fucked up by tannins before, and some <laughs> people connect them with migraines. But also, like, I had this red wine one time. It was very cheap. I don't remember what it was, but I had one glass, and my face was like so red that it looked like I was sunburned. <laughs> and everyone was oh, like, no. "Are you hammered? Like, what's?" That? I was like, "Nope, glass number one." So I think some people are just more sensitive to yeah. tannins than I other had a, a roommate who had rosacea, and whenever it was dark chocolate or certain types of beverages, but mostly red wine, like it would start in his nose. His nose would get beat mm. red and like spread out from there. And the drunker he got, the more he looked exactly like you're talking about, like he was sunburnt. Yeah, mm. interesting. That's fun. No, <laughs> he hated it. What he thought it was so the much. most embarrassing Not thing. Not so much. <laughs> I do get, yep. like, the hot pink face for sure, but this guy, I mean, like, this one, like Taylor was saying, he smells like a sugary, maple-y, this is, like, oak all the way. And the, what happens with these guys is this is a this is a Cabernet Sauvignon. So this is a cab Spoilers. actually from okay. <laughs> Argentina. And what happens with these guys is the reason they're so resistant to aging and they can be cellared so easily Um Sorry, I've, I've, I've been request a refill has been requested of me. Oh, here we go! <laughs> wow, this is, this is we have another down. one to get to. I know. Thank you. Um, so this is yeah, we still have another wine. This is a very famous grape. Everyone knows Cab Sav. They know they probably like it. They know it'll go with their steak. Wait. You know these kind of. Oh, Wait, I can see that a little bit. Very famous grape. Yeah, yeah. you're. Are you saying that the flavor of wine is based on the name of the grape? Yes. In some cases, yes. In some cases, very much no. 
So oh. in this particular case, I've only gone with what we call the varietal, which is the species of grape and the name. So in every wine we have tonight, the species of grape matches the name of the, gra- the, the, name of the wine. So we had a Pinot Noir, which was comprised of Pinot Noir grapes. Now we have a Cabernet Sauvignon, which has Cabernet Sauvignon grapes. And so is that what varietal on. means? Varietal is a species of the grape. Gotcha. What does Pinot mean and what does the other words mean that aren't noir? I know I noir. Do not I was like I was like, you know what that means. Don't tell I me do, you don't I do not speak French, my dude. I am not um, You go, I'm you're sorry. up. I don't know. Go. Sauvignon is just I, wine to me, dude. That's Emily, just, why it's this type of grape. Uh, Gotcha here. Can you tell us, in addition to the varietal or the species of grape, like what other sorts of things go into making the flavor of the wine? Because I feel like it's a thousand different things. Yeah. So some other things that affect the character of your wine is not just, and like this is, gets advanced if you can start to distinguish these things, but it's going to be where it's grown, the soil in which it's grown, how long it's aged, what it's aged in, which we've talked about a bit, which is oak. Um, there's a couple different ways of aging and there's a a couple of different, uh, like barrels you can age it in. So say like there's a big oak discussion, whether it's better or better for your particular varietal to age in new oak versus old oak. New oak is going to really impart those really rich vanilla flavors. Whereas if you do old oak, you're going to get a lot more muted flavors because that barrel's been used before or sometimes they, mm. they'll torch the barrel in order to to make sure those flavors are muted because oak has that really rich um coconutty vanilla flavor that a lot of people don't want in their wine and some people Wait, do and the, it just depends right, two, well, sorry two things torching the barrel yeah that sounds awesome you they'll just, set a fire like, in their barrel they'll so, so that but what, how does like the a, barrel stay alive i mean <laughs> I Same way they, they make a didgeridoo. I don't know, man. It like, goes to a farm upstate, Jorge. That's what happens. Happens. No, they don't just set it on fire. They like they no, they set it controlled they, they, they burn it. Fi- it's a controlled burn in the inside of the barrel, so that they get that that layer of of ash on it, so that it doesn't impart flavor cha. into the wine. Shut, not, yeah. I knew you were gonna say it. Cha. Cha. So angry. A little cha. bit of cha. On a little your bit barrel. of cha. There's also different species of oak that will impart different flavors. So there's American mm-hmm. oak versus French oak. American oak is cheaper and it's more widely available, and Woo! also has ha, tends to have a stronger Sorry. flavor. <laughs> okay, yeah, the other... Brian's being very patriotic today. <laughs> also, my uh, <laughs> I will say as a diabetic, wine is. Hands down, one of the worst things for me to drink because uh, it's very sweet. It's, you know, made of, it's fermented grapes. So there's a lot of sugar usually in, or at least more sugar than some other things. Beer and wine aren't great because they're just, they have carbs. Um, So I get, I get a double hit of like the buzz and like the diabetic, like, okay, that's a lot of sugar. (laughs) I just feel really guilty right now. Yeah. The good thing is I can drink. I'm not saying I can't drink it. I'm just saying like, there's a reason I don't get wine drunk often is because the headache is usually worse for me because there's the sugar high and the usual Mm. getting drunk thing. Don't take away his right to choose. Uh, (laughs) There's also like residual sugars, right? So then you get the worst thing that'll be a dead giveaway. If you're ordering wine or trying to purchase a bottle of wine to someone who knows a little bit about wine is to say, mm-hmm. well, I don't like sweet wine or I, oh, okay. you know, what have you, because sweet wine doesn't necessarily exist. So mm. you have wines that are sweet because they are dessert wines that have residual sugar and that's intentional. Yes. 
But for the most part, any sort of wine that you're drinking without residual sugar is going to be called a dry wine. And those wines okay. basically had all of the sugars eaten out by all of the... Um, I'm sorry. I said it. I know. <laughs> oh, it's me. That was me being a 12-year-old. I'm so sorry. I was that like, was just... uh, man. Nice. So basically, you have the yeast yeah, like that the nice. makes the wine. And what the, what the yeast does is it eats sugar and shits out alcohol. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yes, yes, yes. So you That's want the one keep... thing I know about this whole process. Yeah. So you want to keep a lot of yeast <laughs> in your wine until all of it has been pro- all of the sugar it gets has rid been of it, yeah. and turned into alcohol and the amount of alcohol you get is going to be based on how much sugar was in your original grapes right so there are some okay. grapes with more sugar and some grapes with less sugar um but now yeah. the other thing that you mentioned you it was the first time i heard you refer to a coconut flavor in oak mm-hmm. that some people may describe oak flavor as coconut is that correct yeah because that i vanilla. do get that yeah, you do get it. It's like a nutty, coconutty type flavor. And what keeps that from staying in your wine? So this is obviously, is it a non-vintage or has been aged for like a year in oak? Okay. Right? And so what that does is those flavors are really apparent now. Now, if we were to age this bottle of wine, those flavors would become, uh, would would dull out over time. Is that the general goal of age because i know there's all the discussion of like this is a 1972 this is a 1985 this is a 2018 so it's whatever like is that the general point of aging or is there something else to it as well it does mellow out the flavors and leads to a different expression of the wine that being said old wine is not necessarily good wine so there are some wines that age well and some wines that do not age well at all and you told okay. me something about champagne the other day. Like, yeah, it doesn't fucking, don't buy old champagne. Like, champagne, drink it in the year. You can't age that shit. So it's going to taste like shit. Champagne is tef- tech. Ooh. Oh, here we go. Usually, here we go. It's uh, non-vintage <laughs> is fine. Um, you can get a certain vintage of wine if someone really knows what they're doing and will have aged the champagne properly. And there are those really special rare wines. That being said, as someone who doesn't know a fair amount of champ- yeah. about <laughs> champagne, it's it would be difficult for me to be like oh yes this is a good vintage and you're not just gonna get straight vinegar and just vomit yeah like oh is that sparkling salad Mm. dressing it is yeah the other other thing is sometimes they're aged for prolonged periods in oak and sometimes they'll take them out of the barrels and then age them in the bottle and so the aging process will will depend so right if you're cellaring your wine obviously it's not in a barrel anymore yeah but there are some wines they won't bottle until they've been aged for a certain amount of time in order to, to ensure that you're just not going to drink grape juice that they're okay calling. Like, a they're fact about wine. grape juice in pro during prohibition um <laughs> there were <laughs> a lot of people didn't realize until the volstead act like to what extent prohibition was going to stop the american people from drinking stop the American people. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, but people started to sell unfiltered grape juice and like, hey, warning, do not leave this in a room at this temperature for this long while still corked because it will oh. turn into a wine. Uh. This kind of wine, in fact. <laughs> Giant, so, yeah, like winky face. <laughs> immediately yeah. started to do that shit. Apparently churches became way more populated because everyone was buying communion wine and like Manischewitz. <laughs> like a lot of fun shit like that happened in Prohibition. Can we get to the third bottle of wine? Yeah, let's my, yeah. my attention is rapidly deteriorating. Oh, boy. Yeah, here we so go. This one, I don't know about this one. I'm a little worried about it, honestly. I feel pretty good it's about it. It's got a screw top, so. It's got a screw top. <laughs> let's 
see. Hold on one second. I'm going to pour this one in a shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. Start oh, red. Red. Oh, also, it's red. It's Look still red. Look at Bougie Brian. Doesn't want to drink this, too um... much of the shitty screw top one. <laughs> it almost fell over when you said that. Nothing's so said, offended this, by uh, you. This Cabernet Sauvignon is like very, very crushable. It's very good. Uh, oh, for yeah. The, could... For the price point, which was also very good. 10 <laughs> so. out of 10. Wood crush. You heard it here first. Wood last, crush. That last one was quite crushable. That, that last one was good. So all these things came really highly recommended. I did what, what I always do when I'm in a fix, and I went to Total Wine. And um, nice. if, you, if you don't know anything about, you know, wine or, or if you know a little bit or whatever, just want to hear a bit more about it. It's a great resource. Mm. Really. Uh, just go talk to people because normally people are willing to talk about it. And Total Wine is just an awesome place to go. If you're like, hey, I've had this before. I liked it. I want something similar. I want something different. I and feel like people at Total Wine are not very snobby either. Yeah, I feel they're like cool. they're like, they're yeah, cool. like the ABC yeah, store people. Wars. Yeah, where you're oh, just yeah. like, yeah, dude, I know you want to drink. I'll help you. It's fine. I went to these guys. I was like, I'm hosting a wine tasting. I know a fair <laughs> amount. These guys know nothing. And wow. I'm poor. <laughs> and I'm These guys wrong. are actual troglodytes. They have no capacity to think. How like, do we help them? <laughs> I like that you called this a wine tasting. And we're yeah, very, like yeah. very clear, like so not. It's not a podcast. I promise, Definitely I don't have a podcast. That. Don't worry about that. I obviously don't have multiple podcasts. <laughs> yeah, ten. Don't worry about it. You know, dude, I'm swishing the shit. So out this of is me. actually we saved it it's for last so- because it's it should have it should be kind of a flavor bomb and it also has the highest alcohol content. Oh, look yeah, how this, little, this look how clear. little I can, look how little I can aerate it because I fucking filled the shot glass too much. It's I can just see a my hand I almost threw a little bit. Yeah. I think I poured too much to I see my hand is, through it. So you go like this. Uh, kind it of. is less opaque yeah. than the last than one, the but cab. more opaque than the Pinot. Yes, it's in between the more the than cab the and the Pinot. Yeah, the, the Pinot was, was like, yeah, maybe yeah, that was, was like, hello, how I could do a puppet show through that thing. Yeah, yeah like, it was very light. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I do also I love the it? confidence <laughs> that I feel like people in these situations start taking. Because, Jorge, I heard you uh, going, no, 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 this is this is less opaque than the Pinot. And I yeah, immediately like, thought, like, oh, maybe it is. Like, Hold the phone. No, she knows what she's talking about. She's the was, one to listen it, to. It was I'd an almost incredulous question. Yeah. I don't know. I maybe my glass is busted. <laughs> and I wonder if you guys noticed that this is almost a black color. So yeah. the color the, the red's barely there. Purpley. Yeah. Oh. No. That's what that Brian. color is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, metal. that's what yeah. that is. It looks like uh, purple Kool Aid if you look at it. From I, the I wonder. And hold it up I wondered why it looked gray and black. Oh, never. It's I can't. It's I can't smell anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I have a very bad sense of smell, and the more that Dude. I smell one smell, the faster it goes away. So you I know might, how I might be all up out of smell <laughs> today. So that might be it for me. I've got a I got a weird one for you. Is anyone else smelling crayons? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I can I definitely box get the sixty-four crayons. crayons. Sure. I can see what you're talking about, but Taylor, why don't you drop the our our homemade crayon wine story? Oh God! Holy shit! Um, Jorge and I's experience is almost entirely boxed. Um, so we had uh, we call this an unboxing. We do, we do those Shut unboxing up. videos. <laughs> I love the cheersing. So in one of our fine unboxing on videos, on um, video, we we had cheap mm. like seventeen dollar a handle whiskey and like Vela Sunset Blush or um, Franzia Sunset Blush or whatever they call their Sunset Blush variety. And we mix the two thinking like, well, surely, you know, it's sweet and it's, you know, like this, it's going to be great. And we both took a swig and immediately, uh, are you getting, yeah, I think I am. 
crayons like it just tasted like <laughs> like like red wax slowly going down our throats oh. and like I, i'm pretty sure it was one wine and whiskey dude say what now i think it was wine and whiskey is what we were mixing that's what i was saying like the, the oh. cheap whiskey and the box wine yeah together for for right? clarification uh the franzia variety is called sunset blush and the vela variety is called delicious blush Sorry, our, Shannon and I's entire relationship is built on the foundation of Vela <laughs> two delicious weeks of blush. Vela Delicious Blush. Hey, I've gone on a tour to Franzia myself. Like yeah. it's it's ready Four. to rock and roll. <laughs> seven boxes, seven days. Let's go around the world nah, here. Vela this is a only. Vela house. This is a Vela house. <laughs> God damn it! Oh my God. I had a, a friend I met in college, and she would always know when her parents were. They owned a restaurant, and she always knew when the restaurant wasn't doing well because the bottles would turn to boxes in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh my God. Oh no. Oh my God. Pretty yeah. good. Like All right, this on this break. one seems I would say eleven out of ten, completely crushable. Yeah, it seems to have a stronger taste. Oh, yeah. I, I, again, I can't give you specifics, but like, <coughs> I definitely have a stronger taste in this one than the other two. Like, you guys, I, I got a little bit of a, a tickle. Did, in my did throat. it give you a tickle in your throat? Yeah, I, I feel like it gave me a tickle. Mm. For me, did you guys see that okay. movie Mask? Uh, the one with the guy with the big face? No, no. It, it, I didn't see I, it, but I know what you're talking. No. There's there's a scene in there where he's trying to describe color to a blind girl, and he says like, "Hey, feel the cotton balls. That's what white is." And he says like, "Hold your hand above the stove. That's what red is." And that's what I got. Like the thought, like yeah. hot flavor. That's like, oh, that's red. Mm. That's the flavor of red. I don't know how that happened in my throat, but um. Yeah, that's red. That's so maybe, red. maybe I, more I, like a nine out of ten. Pretty goddamn crushable stuff. Yeah, I, I tried to slurp it, and that's when it was like, <coughs> I don't think yeah. so. You're gonna cough, bitch. So Sometimes. this is the highest alcohol. This is about eighteen percent alcohol. Um, oh god, if that's the flavor we caught, we're in trouble. <laughs> so it does have a higher alcohol content, and uh, this is where I'll eighteen percent. Yeah, I'll get into a little uh, place on this one. So I picked this wine up and it was basically like, okay, well, this is going to be a fruit bomb. Um, mm. Which it's is, be it's, what? Very, it's very round fruit. Uh, fruit bomb. So like basically it's very round. You get that tannin, but it goes away pretty quickly. So it is super crushable. Um, and then also a high, nice high alcohol content. Which hey. is yeah. because this is uh, Zinfandel. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. I feel yes. like I've okay. never had regular Zinfandel. I've only had white yeah. Zinfandel. White yeah. Zinfandel. So if you get like the pink. Magnum, like the giant oh, barefoot white <laughs> Zinfandel, that's like a pink wine that's very sweet. So that's a obviously a different expression of this varietal. This is also known as Primitivo, and it's an Italian grape. But when it was brought to America, it was rebranded and called Zinfandel. So if you see Primitivo, it's the same thing. Um, but you guys know this is a completely dry wine, so there's no yeah. residual sugar in this bad boy. But the I reason think that's you- why I like it so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you get the full fruited flavor from it. Yes. Holy Moses! I'm so glad I could say that because this is a very <laughs> large, juicy grape variety. So, and this also this is from Puglia, Italy, and Puglia is known as For a, pools. as a Shut part of your southern mouth, dude. Italy. It's an area of southern Italy where a lot of food is grown, and that's because it's got a lot of sunlight and it's very warm. And so what that does to a wine is it allows that fruit to mature on the vine in a way where it's not really getting a lot of intense cold temperatures. And so those sugars inside the grape are, are maturing along with the grape as opposed and, okay. and you're getting a lot of that fruited flavor. So when you get a wine that's not as fruity, 
often it'll because it'll be because those wines will have been grown in a colder climate or say on the side of a mountain where you get what we call diurnal temperature variation which is where it's hot in the day and cold at night yeah. so you get that switching on and off which slows down the development of the sugars in the fruit but this guy didn't get any wow. of that. It was just, it was just all hot all the time. Heat. Yeah. He was not playing in the pool. It was like, Twi- I'm a big, juicy fucking fruit. And I was allowed to mature <laughs> on the vine and just develop those sugars that whole time. And that's mm. why you get this really good. But then, of course, wow, that's, that's why you get that high alcohol content, right? Because they, they ate a bunch of it. They, uh, there's there a lot to eat. More sugar for the yeast to eat. And gotcha. then more alcohol came out of that. So that's. That's more, your primitivo. More, more alcohol, yeah, more, more, better. more yeast poop, yeah. 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 yeah, more alcohol, more power. So it's got a bit of a... <laughs> more power. As for body, I'd say this is a really full-bodied wine, mm-hmm. but not as big on the tannin as we saw in the Cabernet. Correct. I, I only have a little bit of peanut butter on my dog's mouth right now. Yeah. I, that's like... Do people... Oh. How do people feel about tannins? Do they request more tannins? It depends what you're drinking or eating. Sometimes it depends. So normally when you have a lot of tannin, then you're going to be recommended to to eat something with it and eat something that's not going to fight it, right? So a lot of people are saying, like, the classic is don't... Peanut butter. Drink red wine with fish, (laughs) right? Because fish is your delicate flavor and you don't want to overpower that with your big red. So mm. what's going to hold up to that is, say, a Steaky steak. steak. So, yeah, a steak or stew or something that has a lot of bold flavor. That's what American. I think when I'm, yeah, when I'm thinking of a big pot mm. of stew, I'm thinking of the red to pair it with. Is there, <laughs> is there, there is a pair of wine with everything. Is there, a, is there a basic sort of, like, thing for wine, like a general rule for wines to pair with certain meals? Yeah, Absolutely. Can, do you, can you give a couple of those examples? So, like, steak. Um, I'm a big steak fan. So, like, what's time. easy to pair with a steak? And then you can just fuck around with some other stuff. Yeah, you can do Cabernet <laughs> with steak. Okay. That's really okay. easy. Oh, you gotta, you a- gotta try Jorge's method of cab and steak. I want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so go you for can, it. You can what tell is the Jorge I'm method? Poor people trash because the, I, I, don't, <laughs> I haven't had a lot of steak and wine. But Janet at some point did make me a very nice. It was Valentine's Day. It was Valentine's Day. Uh, I don't know this, anything about the steak and I don't know anything about the wine. But it was very, very good. So, you know, it started out with like, oh, let me eat some of this steak. Let me sip some of this wine. Very fancy. And it devolved into full blown trying out every combination I could to where I was like taking a sip of wine and holding it in my mouth and then and trying then- to like <laughs> drop steak in there. Oh my God. Until I was started like <laughs> dribbling wine down. I'm like, oh, oh, what have I done to myself? I've got, I've oh my God, like you're far. a character on Game of Thrones. Was, yeah, yes. Yeah, like or was Robert it like Rassian. the steward of Gondor where he's just oh, like yeah. suckling oh shit Oh my in. God. Uh, there's that scene, yeah, in, in Lord of the Rings there's a scene with Denethor and it's when Pippin is singing and he's just disgustingly eating yeah. everything he can find on the table. And it's that like, had to be oh. such a fun scene to film. Like, you just no, said, okay, I want gross. you to imagine, like, a seven-year-old, but the power to rule a country. If yeah. it had been 2016, he might have used our president. And I, mean, I, was, like, I was sitting on my bed doing this. You could basically see Rome burning in the background. <laughs> Oh my god! I also, I also love, I also love the. I put the wine in my mouth and drop the steak in because you are one step away from taking that fork with the bit of steak 
and zooming Dunking over it. to the wine glass and That's committing okay. Okay. committing like you're, you're the a, sin. You're like committing. you're in a hot dog eating contest. Yeah, uh, yes, I, yes. I, 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 I thought you were gonna go like uh, you know you get your wine, you get your steak, then you get your blender, and then you just mix oh, them all uh, up and give them a chug a lug. Like take the wine and just dunk your boys in and see what it tastes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get the real taste. No, I'm always about finding that line because I did. I first I did. I was yeah. eating the steak and then taking the sips of wine, and that was that was quite good. Having them yes, both in at once good. was working. So I kept I kept pushing the envelope so I could find the border for everyone. And go, that's Emily, too much. Good, Emily, good. feel free to go back to your pairing list. I just wanted to make sure that that was talked about in this episode because I Thank felt you. like that was important. <laughs> Dude, that was, important. That was an important side part. staple in this household. Yeah, I think it just really depends. Like, it depends on the, the wine in particular. Um, let's see. Another one I normally do is Beaujolais and pork go really well together. Okay. What is uh, Beaujolais? Like a Beaujolais? A Beaujolais Nouveau. That's, a, that's another French wine, but it's got it's like a, a new very... Beaujolais. Very, it's got high acid, so it kind of cuts through that that pork thing. Good job, good job, bravo. Good job, Ryan. Um, it normally what? has like a very like ruby color. It's like a paler color of okay. red, and it's it's a very acidic. So it it does go well with with say like pork or even something like crazy like bitter mustard greens, like say collards or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, a weird pairing. I normally bring up like this Zinfandel would go well with spicy stew so like if you do like spicy ah. a spicy stew or you do lamb or something with a little bit of game to it this would go really well with it because it's got high fruit and it will hold up well to those kind of flavors like a rabbit um like a yeah. like some rabbit yeah i mean i haven't had rabbit, rabbit or honestly, venison so. venison i would crush Zinfandel with with okay uh, yeah venison. we we bought a whole rabbit at the grocery store and Shannon cooked it up and that dude. was the first time where I was like yep that's gamey dude <laughs> the way when you, the way you, you get were like the, you can floss with the fucking stringiness of it like oh there it is that's that's yeah. what they were talking about super bummer yeah. dude oh you don't like oh you got a stew rabbit I uh, in my no, Brunswick stew. stew recipe stew. yeah yeah still thick the other one thick chunks the other one that's weird that I always like to say is um. That's a weirder one is uh, non-dry Riesling with Chinese mm. food. Huh. Oh. oh, now you're talking my language. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it goes really well because you have all those like spices and you have like that that heavy salt content. Yeah. So non-dry re- Riesling, right? As we've learned, is going to be a Riesling with residual sugar, which is why a lot of Americans like we don't like Riesling because unless you're a sweet wine drinker, mm. you haven't had a Riesling that is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there yeah. are those good Rieslings that are either dry. Um, there are two words for it, but they are German, and I do not. I don't know how to pronounce them. <laughs> that's fine. Um, so you have your dry Riesling, which is a, it's a nice wine, and, and that's then you different have from your... normal Riesling. So there's two. There's a dry Riesling, and then there's your off dry Riesling, which is going to be your residual sugar, which is going to be a sweet wine, and that goes well with Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet one goes well with Chinese yeah. food. But you yeah. also have things like Gewürztraminer, you have Vionnet. Those things have a very floral mm-hmm. uh, flavor to them, which can be really pleasant. You just have to open up your mind to it because for me, I like dry wine. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a dry wine girl. I don't want any of that. But you get those honeyed notes on something like Vionnet if it's a good one and you can get taste like flowers or honeysuckle or something oh, like that. Oh, wow. Which is really nice. 
but to drink a lot of it for me can be sickly. I I was going to say that seems very that seems very like I will sip on this once and enjoy Mm -hmm. it. But it for me, it's like cheesecake in terms of foods where I'm like, I can have one. Like I'll have a slice slice. and that's it. Yeah. Like when you said I'll have one, like I'll have one cheesecake. Full full (laughs) cheesecake. (laughs) Yes. I'll have one bottle. But that's it. So cheesecake please <laughs> da, da, da. Yeah, like give it to me well that's when you have a moscato or um let's see what's the other one marsala mm. you know that's that's like a real one so i'm not talking about the barefoot moscato you know that's just gonna be like sugar juice that's pretty nasty but I if like you have a juice. if you have a moscato or you have you know a what should i say marsala those things are normally served in a very small glass with dessert so you're not having like a sherry a good glass ju- you're not drinking it straight out of the bottle like you're me on my 19th mm-hmm. birthday right before the <laughs> swim meet you know what i mean <laughs> like, you're drinking like a little bit in a little thimble glass to have with your slice of cheesecake yeah and that's really pleasant it's really lovely apricot like raisin honey flavors that you couldn't drink a fuck ton of oh, but yeah. yeah we uh we had a fortified port which was maybe oh. the first bottle of anything I've ever only wanted to have one glass of at a time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is so, that... Go ahead. Uh, well, I, Go ahead. I was going to segue into something. Oh, I, I just wanted to clarify because you mentioned dessert wines. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are the dessert wines? Is there, a, a, like, how many are there? Is there a lot or is it, is it more of a niche thing? So the ones I know of that are like the the broad, we know these to be mm-hmm. dessert wines that are like the household names, right? Or what yeah. I said, Moscato, Diasti, you have okay. Marsala, and you have uh, Sauterne, okay. which is okay. the French dessert wines. And the thing these all have have in common is that they have oxygen introduced into their process. And that oxygen leads to a higher expression of that sugar. And they also tend to do either an open fermentation process, such as how that oxygen is um, involved into the process, or they'll also do either a vine. They'll go past ripe on the vine, so they'll allow the grapes to raisinate on the vine because that means that there's no more liquid in them. It's just sugar. Wow, okay. Jesus. Yeah. Or they'll pick them and then allow them to sun dry. Like sun dried tomatoes, ah. you get that very sweet thing, and that's how you will get that nice or ketchup. Almost syrupy <laughs> Shut the f- thick. He's <laughs> so excited. Damn. Way to go. Well, ketchup for us just has high fructose corn syrup. It's just sugar. yeah, it just has sugar ways. in it. Yeah. Like, it's just- yeah. But yeah, so you'll get that really sh- that honeyed is the Okay. The restaurant appropriate way to say sweet right so sure. you'll have that like <laughs> I didn't know that was. <laughs> sweet flavor and those wines will also be a more amber color and they'll also be thicker yes. so when you swirl your wine it'll have a really high viscosity to it and that's why you can only have a little bit because it's very rich absolutely but it, when you have one i mean it's it's lovely like marsala <laughs> Is known as cooking wine for a lot of people um, because that was what was taken on. I think it was taken on ships or something because it like <laughs> wow. lasted a really long time. Yeah, okay, and the they sailors just, needed like, cooking wine. That's why they Marsala. brought so much of it. Uh, but then that's been over the years. It's sort of been um, like, rebranded, right? It's it's undergone a, a rejuvenation and sort of been like now it's a lovely 
a wine to enjoy. I've got dessert. one question about wine. What is an ice wine? Because I feel like 10 years ago, I heard a ton about it and I don't know what it is. Yeah, ice wine is a similar. So I did learn about this, but very briefly. Um, but it, it undergoes sort of the opposite process, producing a similar result. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, I don't know how it works. I don't how know does how that it happen? works. But it is also okay. a very sweet dessert wine that's served in very small okay. quantities. Also has, a, I, think, I believe, a very high alcohol content. Nice. Um, you have to check me on that. But yeah, it's from like, uh, you know, what the high reaches of Europe. Slash. No idea. It's from very cold places. <laughs> well, that's yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought it was cold. something like, no, we froze it and chipped away all the water, so you got nothing but that sweet, no, sweet, syrupy yeah. wine. But that's what it is, right? Because since those grapes were frozen, the same thing happens where you have that separation of the water and the sugar just as if you had sun-dried Oh. Them. And then you get ice wine, which is, is very sweet. We had a collection of them when I was working at the place where I was buying the wine for them and they were like mm-hmm. very they were highly prized they were very expensive yeah like, um, we're not saying yeah, it's it bad was, we're so, just saying we don't know anything about yeah, it yeah I, mean, like, I, I know very little about ice wine so it is definitely not it. it's not like iced tea where you just put no, ice cubes in a wine how would it and now it's an ice it's I an do, ice wine i do have something to say about ice cubes in your wine though so if you're a person who likes ice cubes in your wine right like i'll you're do wrong. it occasionally <laughs> with rosé because we buy cheap ass wine around here and you shouldn't Honestly, there's no reason to spend a fuck ton of money on wine. Like you can get yeah. This all the wine we had today, all the wine we had today was like eight nine dollars a bottle. Oh wow, that's okay. Yeah, crushable. It's very crushable. crushable. It's good wine. You have it with food, whatever. It's all good. Like you don't have to shell out for really good wine. You just have to know what you're gonna eat it with, or your occasion, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, like if you're putting ice cubes in your wine, or you notice your mom putting ice cubes in her Chardonnay, yeah. That probably means when you cool something down like that, it uh, dulls your flavor receptors. Huh. So it means you don't like what you're drinking, you know, because oh, you're, so you're against to dull. ice cubes in wine. You're, I do it. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I've like ice cubes. Wine. It, you should only ice cubes in my rosé. Well, this- but the ideal wine uh, temperature for reds is about 60 degrees, and for wh- whites, it's about like 55 degrees. Like, okay. If you're chilling down your wine, you might want to examine why you're doing that. If you just want cold ass wine, I feel you. Like we don't have, I don't have the forethought to put every bottle of wine I want to drink in the refrigerator ahead yeah. of time. It's, yeah. a it's, a it it's, a, it's a hot day. You're a French soccer team. You guys need to rehydrate. French, when it's man. wine o'clock, I don't have an hour. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like put ice cubes in it. But like, <laughs> if you're doing this on the regular basement basis with your, you know, bottle of Kim Crawford. Chardonnay, like maybe you don't like it. Try something else. This brings me to the question I wanted to ask. Okay. Char- talking about moms putting ice cubes in Chardonnay is maybe the first time I've heard you mention white wine at all. <laughs> I, like I talk about South Blanc. So my, I my, like white well, wine. My whole question is: Is there some level of prejudice against white wines? Because whenever people are doing fancy talk about wines, I feel like they only talk about red. That's interesting. So I don't feel that there is. Although for our purposes, I chose all reds because I feel like the differences are more staggering. So I feel like they're just more dramatic for our for our purposes. And also, since I could only give us three bottles each, 
I didn't want to add in a white there because it would have it would have felt red. Yeah. Like I just felt like that was the better choice. For sure. You can absolutely do white wine. Like I love white wine. The nether at so the other episode. Things. Yeah, that'll be the follow up episode. So, let's, this is, so this I'm is fine, not a but... I'm not asking do you have a I'm saying have you noticed any level in the in the general wine culture of higher focus on, on reds over whites? Hmm. Is there like really a bias? So. Yeah. I don't really think so, especially because you have all that emphasis put on sparkling as well. Like you have your Proseccos Ooh. and your, your champagne as well to add into that. But I think it's just, and we talked about Riesling, you know, which is a white wine. There are a lot of wine varietals that are, that are incredibly popular. And I think the most popular table wines are red. Yeah. But I think white wine gets, gets its own. Let's get shafted. It's its own. Uh, I, I think like it gets. It has. It has. It has its day in court. Like, no. The thing about like Americans, like we go to the grocery store, right, and it is just like wall to wall Chardonnay because yeah, Americans love Chardonnay, yeah. and <laughs> it's honestly tragic. Well, I think Chardonnay I mean, that's, is pretty that's, lame. But that's <laughs> the thing is like when you want to. It's call, American. When you want to be derogatory <laughs> about something, it's very easy to just say, "Yeah, Americans love it." It's basically the cheeseburger of wines. <laughs> hey, <laughs> cheeseburgers are dope. Knew, shut up. <laughs> who knew that Primitivo and Zinfandel were the same thing, right? It's the, it's yeah. the, same, Not it's me. the same wine, right? I didn't know either. Yeah. But it's so been repackaged on purpose. Yeah, I, um, Exactly. Or you have your Chardonnay, which Americans tend to want an oaked Chardonnay, and they want oaky Chardonnay. Buttery is the other thing, the quality you get in an oaked Chardonnay, which is very popular in California. But if you go to France, unoaked Chardonnay is um, is going to be the standard, and that's where you get a lot of people like something called Pouilly-Fissé, and that is all 100% unoaked Chardonnay, which has a completely different that's expression. Steel oh. It's steel you know, delicious. you know who yeah. has a good unoaked Chardonnay actually is Greyhaven Winery, just outside of Richmond, Virginia. Which I, I want, yeah. nice. I wanted to so mention that's because be that style, yeah, yeah. One, one, they are excellent, and the owners are very nice and super cool. But hell yeah, the uh, the the Virginian vineyards all have like this this idea that they make fun of Californian vineyards because they're like, <laughs> oh yeah, who can't grow, who can't make wine in, in oh, California? They, they, <laughs> we did in California can do they're it. Like, no, yeah, you, like, we want to actually rough it, Virginia. We did a tour really where funny. they talked about you know they give you a tour and they talk about like their process and number one thing they said was it's so easy to grow wine in California and it's so hard to grow wine in Virginia. Yeah. Well, to grow if you think gra- about grow it, grapes, I mean, you know. like, in terms grow of wine. temperature variation alone, mm-hmm. you're going to be so much better off in exactly. California. Or no, and the, and the weather is, like, this is one thing I was going to bring yeah. up when you were talking about, like, different, like, years of wine. Because I feel like if you make a certain type of wine from grapes, like, one year, and then the next yeah. year it rains a lot more, it's going to taste different because the grapes exactly. were grown in different yeah. conditions. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So it is like Virginia is a tough place to grow, but we also do have those really, we do have some areas that are very good. I remember, uh, Shenandoah Valley's got a fuck ton of wineries. They do. They do. I I hope they're good. I don't really Um, know. I've been to a few, um, and not being nearly as educated in wine before you, I can only use the metric of crushable. Some hella crushable wine. That's not a good metric because oftentimes worse means more crushable. I would say. 
No, I think. No, 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 no. If it tastes better, it's more crushable. That's my definition. We can't do this. All right, hold on. No, no, no. She may be an expert in taste. When it comes to crushability, I <laughs> no, would, she's still more of an expert. <laughs> then, no, the top competitors would, yeah, I mean Taylor's also up there, honestly, for crushability on as an expert, and us as well. So literally everyone here, here dude. We're all experts. Yeah, but that's a takeaway. You know what I mean? That's a takeaway. It doesn't matter. Like we were yes. looking at wine ratings, and it's like, dude, the fucking rating doesn't matter if you yeah. like it. Like, who cares? Crushability you know? matters sometimes. And I'm I saying that boxed wine I, is some of the worst wine you can drink, and it is some of the most <laughs> crushable wine you can drink. Yeah, in terms of like uh, ounces drank versus how drunk I've gotten, boxed <laughs> wine takes it. Like I've had, I've had a bottle and a half of wine to myself, and it's been fine. But Great. I've never had three bottles of wine worth of anything to myself in a night if it wasn't coming out of a yeah. box. I've never well, drank yeah. six this, this and a half, my dude. That's six too many and bottles. a half <laughs> bottles of wine in one day. That's so I've many. God bless box. America. Yeah, but so... that's the alcohol content is lower. Because I was born in Peru, <laughs> but I'm still also American. God damn it. Your, your blood is red, white, and blue. It's okay. Hey, Don't worry about it. Unlike red, the rest of us. Wine. Unlike red, the rest of us, white wine. <laughs> you chose to be an American, which means yeah. twice as much as us just getting it by <laughs> default. Stuck wine as much. I didn't pick any wines. American wines for this tasting. Good. I, went, I did one New World. I did the Argentina for like a New World, but I have. I like that. We count those. We count. I like saying Old World and New World. That's actually awesome. They call them New World and Old World wines too. I just like that. Of course, it's wine terms. But do you think America's not like? USA is not about making wine. It's about drinking wine. No, we're about making wine too, dude. Wait, California is very oh, it's big. Washington, Oregon, massive mm-hmm. wine producers. I actually love Washington Pinot Noir. Really good. Let's see. Oregon does really it's, good I was, I was just on the Bizarrely, joke train personally. Like... Was not, <laughs> and yet, yeah. Not asking well, we, for. No, dude. In the same documentary yeah. that we were watching, uh, Psalm Out of the Bottle, I've watched Psalm, and then we watched Psalm Out of the Bottle, which talks about the production of wine. They talked about Robert Mondavi, uh, Mondavi wineries. I think we've all had a bottle of Mondavi at some time. Probably. Because it's like the most popular American wine. It was the first big winery in America. And his big thing was like, um, no one grows wine here anymore. Uh, it's been 30 years since Prohibition, and we don't do it. I'm going to throw all of my money, all of my money yeah. into it and travel the world and make America a winemaking country. And he did pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. It's for, according to this documentary, single fucking handedly. So he brought, sure. he and a, a bunch of California sure. vinters also brought Cabernet back. So Cabernet was a big grape in Bordeaux, but it's one of six grapes in the Bordeaux blend. Right, which is why I said like not every wine is gonna have the name of the grape that's in it. Right. That specific, mm-hmm. that's actually like a call out like to champagne. France because I was so, gonna say, yeah. So France actually part of their wine laws. There's two countries with very strict wine laws, and that's France and Italy. And France, as a part of their wine laws, you cannot say the varietals of that are in your wine on the labeling of your wine. So you're actually oh. not allowed. So Pouille is mostly un oak chardonnay, and sometimes it has a different grape in it, and it starts with an S, and I just can't. But they can't. Right now. They can't tell you if it they does or doesn't. You. Yeah, not on the not on the labeling. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah. actually a very strict law. I think it has to do with with actually guarding the 
trade the recipe like, of yeah. the wine. Huh. Um, but yeah, so Bordeaux has actually like six grapes in it, you know, and then you'll have, but one of those main things was Cabernet and then Bordeaux got massive mm-hmm. and was, is regarded to be one of the best wines in the world. It also ages very well. And then a California cab went up against it and actually won. You. S-A-U-S-A Say can you see By the dot's early light The other thing that Cab is popular for Is growing anywhere So U-R-S-A Even the USA Even the USA Even in the USA So We are running long by the way Do you have a final thought? Yeah I was going to ask what everybody's favorite was Out of the wines that we tasted Good finisher I guess uh, I'll the, go first. My yeah, favorite. What, what is, you, do, you do start. You do My start. favorite was yeah. the, the second one, which we found out was the Cab Sauv. And uh, that fits pretty closely with my favorite red is normally a Cab Sauv. And uh, my my favorite white is Sauvignon Blanc. I'm going to say that, too. I think everybody should wow. also say their favorite white wine. Just putting okay. it out there, dude. Okay. I uh, I guess I'm, I'm up. I'm up yes. Next. You're yeah. No, Jorge. Jorge. They all... They, so I know that I could tell the difference as I was going through them. At this point in and time, <laughs> that is gone. I, I will. I'm. I'm large enough admit, to admit that that is that is that has disappeared from my mind. I, I have no idea of what the differences are anymore. I've forgotten everything. It's a three-way tie. It's a three-way tie for first. <laughs> it's going to be whichever one I'm drinking right now. I guess. That's okay. The, the first bottle. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Um, and as far as uh, white wines go, also. Whatever is highly crushable. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. Emily, what was the third wine? That was the Zinfandel. I, I liked the Zinfandel the most. Yeah, my boy a, with the screw top. The cab <laughs> It was the one I could easily get into. It didn't take me way too long <laughs> to open up. Um, I think but the cab one sab, for accessibility. Absolutely. The cab sab was a, was a close second. It was a close second. Um, and favorite white, I guess champagne. Like I'm not. I again, I don't drink white wines. If I drink great, anything, though. you're so fucking smart, yeah. Brian. I should yeah. answered that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, just because I've been getting roasty toasty here on this third bottle, I really like the Zinfandel. I can't stop good. pouring Actually, it for good. myself. This is the one I was worried was gonna be shit. No, I'm having a like, great time. Yeah, I like Zinfandel Puglia. I can I can talk about that. You know. Yeah. So I've I've been ripping roaring on oh, God, uh, this have. last bottle. Don't don't judge me. No, <laughs> I've, awesome. I've gone back also, to the to the Pinot Noir and it is very good. There's like, something ooh. about the fact that it has a screw top that asks to be drunk. No, and I stop. like that. That's, I like that accessibility, accessibility factor. Yes. There's something like no, no, no. We're not gonna we're not gonna provide any barriers as long as you've got a hand or a ready no. device to ch- you know, tuck in. Go for it. No, so I, I really like that two, one. They have the chase. They have the thrill of the chase of trying to <laughs> get the cork the in and pull chase. it out. Come we on, we know man. you're no. a screw top boy too. Now it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like. Uh, I I do like the Zinfandel at the end, um, and it's not just because it has the most alcohol. And okay. I do. I am gonna copy Brian. I do love proseccos. I, mean, I do yeah, love champagnes. Like, I like. <laughs> I like bubbly a lot. I buy bubbly almost every time I leave the house now, <laughs> <laughs> just to have it on hand. Even if I'm so, not going to the store, I yeah. just go anyway and buy. I'll, yeah, I'll sometimes also, it is the whole point of the trip to just go get champagne. Sure. It's not just when I'm going out for other things. Sometimes that's the whole mission. I also want to change my answer to screw top and champagne. Wow. <laughs> 
That's fair. That's completely fair. Emily. Emily. All right. Emily, do you also like the screw top and champagne or do you like something else? I do. I do like the screw top. Actually, yeah, like like I was saying, I was not expecting to like the Zinfandel very much at all. Mm -hmm. I do like it. It's very good. I like the Pinot Noir probably the best. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, Is that one, two, or three? One. One. That's so one. Right That's now. one. Oh. Um, and then for whites, um, I'm gonna try not to be an asshole about it, but like I think like the best <laughs> white, oh, yeah. that, no the one I here. liked the most, was from an old restaurant I worked at, but it was a Malavasia, which is a uh, was it Sicilian? No, it was from Ooh. Sardinia. Oh, a, a white oh. from Sardinia. It was amazing. And there's okay. Malavasia Nera and Malavasia, and they're both really ex- expressive grapes that impart a lot of herby flavors into them so something a little bit different and really delicious and then the other thing i'm gonna say is uh the grape in puifuse was semillon and that was gonna really bother me if i didn't get <laughs> oh, it. oh oh so it's oh that's right, that's right. And semillon and thank semillon you. is floral so. thank you thank Quick you for fact clarifying that about Sorry. sardinia to no, take us fine. out uh sardinia's variety of Italian is the closest to Latin Vulgate that exists in the modern world. So if you want to know the type of language that people are speaking on the streets of Rome, you listen Old. to it in Sardinia. And drink That's some actually awesome cool. wine. Right. Drink some and awesome definitely wine. always keep drinking wine. Uh, oh, yeah. Never stop. <laughs> Jesus asked you to. He didn't turn the water Jesus, into yeah. beer. He didn't turn <laughs> it into vodka. He turned it into wine. God you damn. heathens. And then turned wine into his blood. Cool. Yeah, it's actually, yeah. Um, I like anything where there's a shit ton to learn about. Yes. You know, if you oh, get into good. wine, <laughs> We're there's like we. so much you could learn about. You know? For sure. I'm a moron still. So no. like. In <laughs> in lieu of a, of a closing segment, we wanted to make an announcement, I think. Uh, sure. For anybody who happens to be in the in the precious few who do not, who are, don't both listen to Downtime and Ari Friends, um, we wanted to announce a, 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 a our, the union which is the uh, yeah. new network that, that we are making. That's why We've we're drinking wine, about actually. Down, downtime with John and Emily a lot of times on this show. And now we will both be part of the same network, along with our new show, Outlaws and Old Ones, where you we will remember it. the name of every time. <laughs> uh, so that show we're streaming on Twitch Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Yes. Eastern time. But in so we general, thank- know that all three of these products all under one roof now. Yeah. And that's, we want to uh, thank very much Emily from Downtime with John and Emily for being on with us today to make that announcement with us. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. My pleasure, really. Also, many thanks to John, who was a large part of making it happen, who we did not invite to be on But today. isn't here, yeah. Because we'd have to ship him wine and we'd not We only had that. so much money to buy wine yeah, with. <laughs> no. Sorry. Do not mean we should have. No. He's good. No, of course. He'll be fine over there. And speaking of things that we should do, uh, you can always find us on our Twitter and Instagram, both of which are at underscore are we nice friends. Segue. And you can also find us on our website, r-we-friends.com. Dot com. Dot com. Sorry, Shannon just reminded me that we did not do the are we friends. Thank you, <laughs> Shannon, and only Shannon now you for dumb the rest of the episode. You dumb donkeys. <laughs> do the title of your podcast. <laughs> so on the topic... <laughs> Of this wine tasting, wine tasting in general, or wine generally, are we friends? Let's start with Emily. I'm going to say yeah, because I didn't <laughs> buy all this fucking booze for nothing. Right. <laughs> Shannon. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I feel yeah. like, yeah, we're, we're all cool with wine. Nobody here is snobby, so it's all fun. Everybody has a good time with it, you know? For sure. Jorge? Jorge? True. 
Oh, one hundred percent. Screw top and champagne until he died. <laughs> oh yeah, Brian. Obviously, yes, of course. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, big old yes for me. Um, so to bring it back to where I should have been before. <laughs> You can always find us on our Twitter and Instagram, oh. both of which are at underscore are we friends, all one word, or you can find us on our website, r-we-friends.com. Dot com. Dot com. There it is. And and our new uh, show on, on uh, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern time is at twitch.tv slash the outlaws network. And Bingo. don't forget to follow the rest of the outlaws network at that and downtime with John Nett. Yeah. Emily, can you plug your pluggables? Yeah, it's uh, on Instagram. <laughs> it's at Downey Siblings. It's the same on Twitter, at Downey Siblings. And our website is getdowney.com. And you can find us wherever podcasts are found. And that is Downey, D-O-W-N-E-Y. Thank you guys so much for being with us today for our first recorded episode of, like, video recorded episode of <laughs> Our We Friends. first recorded episode. <laughs> I been... have been your slightly schnockered co-host, Taylor. I'm your full-bodied, with legs, co-host, Brian. <laughs> I am we your grape-soaked think... guest, Shannon. There you go. Your wine teeth having Emily. <laughs> and I'm still just Jorge. And we will talk to you whenever we get over this wine hangover next week. The tannins.